We're back with another episode. Don't leave to judges podcast. I'm here with me, man. Patty broke a skull. Patty. Yay! What is going on out there, podcast listeners, fans? Don't leave it to the judges. I do got to give a shout out. Somebody recently hit me up on Patreon, Sam, and they did question who's doing the editing for Don't Leave It to the Judges, which makes me wonder what the final product sounds like. I have no idea because I've never listened. Uh, Somebody was curious, though. I haven't looked back into it, though, but they were like, all right. So basically what I was saying is, uh, you know, interesting to see that people are listening to it at all, because some of these people might not even be actual fans of the sport. They're just like, oh, I like these two characters. But let's start out with this Ultimate Fighter, dude. Well, I was just going to mention about the editing. I editing is basically non-existent. This might as well be a live show. It's uploaded about 20 minutes after we're done. Absolutely. They're lucky we even have microphones. We're not just screaming at each other into our phones. Be like, this is your final product, right? Or or we could both just get our Xbox, Xbox headsets. Not even Xbox One. We're talking Xbox, Xbox headsets. Mm. But anyways, I want to talk about this Ultimate Fighter because I took some notes here, and this is what I got. Annoying as shit, right? Uh, As soon as the Ultimate Fighter starts, two girls are basically told that they might not be fighting. And what's funny is me and Sam called that in the last episode. We said, hey, why even give a pregnant lady or why even give a woman who just had a miscarriage an opportunity to fight? Doesn't seem like the doctor would be like, hey, you know what? If there's anything that you should still be allowed to do after having a miscarriage, it's combat. <laughs> Definitely get into fights, for sure. So, yeah, she's gone. She immediately got kicked out. And guess what, guys? It has nothing to do with the fact that she had a miscarriage. It has a fact to do with that she was 30 pounds overweight, dude. 30 pounds. Whoa. And I'll tell you, let me say this real quick because I'm not shitting on her. I like her. And I'll say this. To me, Chantel Coates was one of the prettiest women. In all of this series, I think she was beautiful, dude. I think she has this perfect, uh, it's my particular taste in women. And then I also felt like every time she hugged somebody, she had this, uh, uh, don't hug me too long or I will cry type of hug where it's just like, I'm going to touch you real quick and let go because if I hold on too long, I'm crying. And this is a stranger, (laughs) but I say that she's pretty also for the fact that every other woman seems to have fucking disgusting skin. Something's (laughs) going on in the water in that house. There's, the, I mean, the Utah fucking Mormon chick is the only other one that's halfway decent, you know, but Chantel's gone and the rest of them look like dudes. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, obviously, uh, it was made known that uh, uh, Juliana knew who the alternates were. So right. I was just going to ask you, put the question to you. Do you think that uh, since she knew who the alternate was, uh, well, she seemed like she was. I see what you're saying. She was yeah. quickly. She no didn't woman. mind getting rid of uh, uh, yeah. Chantel. She didn't. She didn't worry about her. She was like, yeah. "Wait a minute, I got an alternate here." And funny enough, how the fuck do you have an alternate that's already beaten people that's in the house? That yeah. didn't make sense and not, to me either. And not even been on the contender series yet. But Juliana was very excited to have this alternate one, and I think when they're like, "Oh, so and so's the alternate," uh, well, you know what? Maybe we won't worry about it. Yeah, you you way too much. Now, this one thing too. Most of the time, people stay on the show. And uh, learn very valuable training, you know, yeah. uh, lessons, everything from these coaches. These are coaches that, you know, you can't, th- this this training's invaluable. Well, you can't, you can't pay maybe, Juliana Payne to, to fucking train you, you know what I mean? Right, well, maybe they also just found out, like we did, that this woman just had a miscarriage. Because it's not like she would, 
I mean, that's not a question you're just going to ask. You could be like, have have you had kids recently? That type of thing. There's nothing that's like, have you lost a kid? Anything like that? Because there's two people that wouldn't be in this house if that was the case. Anyways, shout out Usman. Um, I got to say this too. What's up with that coach? Okay. The guy that came with Nunez or uh, with Pena to talk to him. His name was Rick Little. And you know for sure he started going by Rick once he found out that there was an impressionist comedian named Richard Little. <laughs> and how funny would it be if his brother's name is Stuart? Well, we'll say about that guy. That guy was straight forward to the point. I mean, that's a that damn that guy. Some that's people could take saying. lessons, and that's what we keep saying. Some people would take we, lessons from that guy on on how to break news to someone. Oh look, you're dude, gone. Time on your show's over with. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, no, the guy, that, the guy that told Chantel that the bald guy that told him, told her that she should leave was a different guy than the Rick Little guy. The Rick Little guy was, he's sort of a uh, Chinese or something. Maybe oh, okay, looking. okay. Yeah. And he was the one that went to the house and mm. was, and was, that's when they first found out about her weight. They were like, you know, what are you sitting at? And then they were like 155. Mm. I'm like, oh shit, she could be fighting Conor McGregor. <laughs> you know? Uh, but then. Of course, I'm just making a joke at the coach, but you are absolutely right, dude. And this is something I don't know if everybody's noticing when they watch the show is the great coaching that is coming out of that uh, Pena camp. These motherfuckers through and through are solid. I have not seen one coach that any of these fighters have worked with from Team Pena that has been bad. And that's that might be why there's a large possibility that Nunes never sees that title again. But anyways, I hate this shit talking. I hate the, the way that they're trying to pump up themselves for the fight where most of these females are saying, I'm going to set up some shots, and then I'm going to go for the takedown. That is the most boring sentence in female combat history. Okay? It's like, oh, I'll be a champion one day if I can just keep taking them down. Because even the girl that lost, she said, oh, boy. right here's my front yard. You get in, I'm going to punch you. Like, she was talking about striking. I'm going to knock you out. And I said, even if it's not realistic, even if that's not your skill set, like if Colby Covington came out and started telling everybody he was going to – fucking knock out whoever i might become a fan because you're at least giving me the general idea that you might go in there and put your face on the line <laughs> instead of i'm gonna tackle you and hold you down and get sweaty into your mouth it's fucking stupid dude <laughs> not only that but that lady who lost the fight pop rocky pop rocky she how many game plans did she have how many this lady oh you know what i'm superior on the ground if it goes to the ground uh, my game plan is just gonna wear her out. My, you know what my game plan is? I keep her on her feet. Yeah. Look, you fucking dude. When she lost, yeah, but- she wasn't fucking stuttering. Okay. Okay. The stuttering's okay, I, a fucking I, act for the show, man. That's my I like opinion. That. I, I love that. Um, but I'm glad they let her speak. Fine. Let the stuttering bitch speak as much as she wants. Not so much anymore because she lost. But why do they keep letting the Helen woman speak at all? Why show her on camera or her opinions at all? Hey, Helen, you lost on the show that you're currently on. Therefore, you trying to convince us that you are some top-tier fighter, and because she was saying shit like uh, that Diana girl. She's like, oh, she, she, she went to a split decision with me, so she must be pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you lost on the show. You're already not that good. <laughs> yeah. The alternate now, fucking like, beat you. Fuck? <laughs> it, dude, that was weird as shit. And she said it twice, two different times. She made the statement of like, oh, the fact that she could even get that far with me mm-hmm. proves that she's pretty good. It's like, no, she is better than you. She <laughs> beat you, you stupid fuck. <laughs> like, what are we doing? And you know what, dude? 
I like both of these girls in this fight. I like both of them. They had a good attitude. They were fun to they were they were kind of fun to see on on screen to a degree. And then the girl that was the alternate was so fucking nasty. Her training was nasty. Her style was nasty. Her uh, boyfriend of several years is a ginger, so of course I got to lean that direction. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you get my point. Where it's like you saw real skill from this woman that came in as a fucking alternate. Yeah. She hasn't already competed on the contender series. She's what five and two, some ridiculous. Mm. It's like, what are we doing? Why did these other women make it in? Yeah. Why? Why did miscarriage get you know cross the line? All right. So I will say about this miscarriage lady. I don't know if you noticed when she left the show. She she had what looked to be about eighty pounds of bags to take out with her, and Usman's just fucking like watching her. Bye bye. It's just right. bitches. It's bitches picking up like fucking. It's like me trying to tote 30, 30 bags of groceries. She was just fucking bags all over the place. And Usman, go help the lady carry your fucking bags outside, right. man. My he God, have to fight the lady just had a miscarriage. Yeah. The only reason the coaches know she had a miscarriage, Usman probably ran his mouth to to the coaches. He's, he was the one, uh, uh, the last episode, it was mansplaining. Oh, you had a miscarriage? Psh, that ain't shit. Right. My, my, my son actually came out of the mom's puss, then died. He, ah, he breathed ah. air. I'm like, my he God. Had, he had a Mansplain name. away, dude. Tell yeah. this lady how she should be feeling about her fucking miscarriage. Unfortunately. You fucking asshole. Of course, like these it. heavyweights, most of them aren't real heavyweights, so if they had gained 30 pounds, it'd be just fine. Well, that's the disappointing thing is it's like, where are we going to find real heavyweights? I mean, the guys that are deep in the heavyweight class, you know, the 265s, 250s, these dudes are not in good shape. They're all poor shape. I, like the <laughs> yeah. fucking 43-year-old guy is fighting the number one pick for the one team, and he's easily the, the worst shape dude. This is a guy that came straight out of a gaming chair and started throwing punches at a bag, dude. If he fucking wins this thing, I will – I'm going to stop watching. I'll be done. I'll be done. If he wins, if he beats the 43-year-old, I'm out. Especially if he does it in, and I'm joking, I'll keep watching, of course, especially if he, like, fucking knocks him out. I'm definitely more invested, but it's like. Uh, I'm going to go back to the There's no one else. I'll just show with the lady is uh, holding her knee, saying her knee hurts, all that. Oh, yeah, she's hot, too. Is that what you're going to say? No, that's not what I was going to (laughs) say. I was gonna say, uh, well, that's what it is now, buddy. That's what it is, Sam. We we're four episodes deep, and it's like I, none of these bitches can fight. None of them. None of them <laughs> look like they could fight Nunez yeah. or Pena at all. No. I had hopes for Helen, and it's over with. What are supposed to go for the Mormon chick? I mean, come on, go ahead. I'm pulling Sorry. for the alternate to win the whole fucking thing. But the lady was holding her knee. Her knee hurts, and Nunez walks over with the massager, and I was like, oh yeah, just put down your knee right there, then rub it around your leg here, dude. Nunez is not a fucking doctor. <laughs> That's why I'm screaming and I'm yelling at the TV. Go get a doctor and uh, like get the lady some advice. Not have Nunez bring out a fucking doctor degree. Oh, and, and totally. I'm doing. so glad you brought this up because I didn't write it down, but it was the last thing I thought of because I literally watched the episode right before we record. Okay. And I didn't write this down, but it was the last thing I was like, I got to bring this up to Sam because – after the stuttering chick, because now that's what she is. I mean, she's got a great name, too. A pop rock game. It's a fucking great name. But as far as everybody else is concerned, she's a stuttering bitch that lost. Now, there was a moment after she loses, because everybody cries when they lose yeah, in the house yeah. for some reason. It's fucking weird. Even if it's a dude. They they go to console her, and you know who's there consoling this chick? Okay? It's Nina Ansaroff, right? <laughs> Nina Nunez. The wife of Amanda mm-hmm. Nunez. Wife. Champion. Female fighter. Record of ten and seven. 
telling this girl, hey, hey, this, this good, it's fine. It's like I would just mush her face. I just mushed her face away from me. Like, get the fuck. What do we stop? No, it, I lost. You don't. There's nothing else I can learn from you, lady. You, you're not somebody that has great success in the thing that I'm. I have a better record than you already. It's like, oh, I fought Mackenzie Dern and uh, Angela Hill. So you're like, what the fuck? Can I put me in there today, and it'll look the same as the fight that you had with her. I promise you it'll look the same. So I want to ask you something. That's where we're at now, dude. It's fucking bizarre. Nina Ansaroff being like, this is what, now listen, this is what, I promise you're striking. You're, it's like, stop. Stop. All right? It's like, it's like getting, you know, driving advice from Paul Walker. Hey, guy, <laughs> it's a movie, number one. You're dead from driving no good. So bad advice, guy. Anyways, I just wanted to make fun of Nina Hansaroff because it's it's a little bit annoying when you see these fucking fighters that are sort of non-existent still sort of popping their head in on the Ultimate Fighter show. I would like tell Forrest, you when Forrest Griffin is one thing. Go ahead. This paparaca lady, she's doing her stuttering act, all that, and then they uh, you know, they go to the trailer park or whatever and show where she lives, and she's like, "These are my two kids. This is my husband, my two kids." Dude, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But there's no way in hell. It shocked me. I could not believe this lady had two kids. All the acne, all that. I, I, I don't know. I was thinking she was like in her early 20s or something. Her fucking, her husband's got this beard that's is like a fucking member of ZZ Top. Bro. And they're like, we own our own gym. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. also blah. weird. Like, and you see the guy in the gym? Far ahead. Holy shit. Th- that guy was expecting to get hit with baseball bats. He was like the Michelin man. Fucking yep. all the cushioning and shit he had. That, yep. Come on, that lady doesn't hit that fucking hard. I didn't even think about that. How funny. How funny. But I, I, I also want to mention the fact that she was like, oh, he fought first. And you're like, well, he hasn't fought since, has he? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, look, babe, the guys I'll have to f- fight against are so much better than me, so much further along in their career. Most females are terrible right now. The best, The best of the best with the belts and all the money terrible <laughs> i could get you as good as them in two years okay and she's like well fuck it what else do i do you know but it's like if that's the case i would really be searching for, you know i'd be going to like uh lower level fights or even just like gyms and finding just strangely built women uh. like you know like a megan anderson i'd be looking for something like that and then i'd build her up to where she's 155 solid muscle. She's got a body like Chris Cyborg, but it's spread out on a frame of 6'1". It's like that bitch is going to look crazy. You know what? She's not even going to – she's not, not going to say anything. You can put the mic in her, in her face all day long, Joe Rogan. She's just going to look at it. All right? It's going to be scary. Instead, we're bringing in these, these same type of women, these Angela Hill type women that are just constantly cycled through this these divisions. And it's like it get, they only end up having a name because of like fighting so fucking much. Not because they're successful or they're even good at it. It's just you see their fucking name all the time because there's nobody else, man. Yeah. Raquel Pennington should have been gone a long time ago, right? Instead, we're losing yeah. girls like uh, Paige Van Zant, Rachel Ostovich. It's like these pretty-ass women really never got a chance to fight. Yeah. And I will say uh, around. Um, Raquel Pennington, uh, uh, she's been decent lately, but she should have been gone a long time ago. She should have. Yeah. If they Lately, were, she's if been they were looking doing... decent, but but right. yeah, I was wondering these this pop rock lady, like how do they even have an in with? How does Dana White? How does UFC? How are they on on their attention? Like they bring him in for the contender series, she gets her ass whipped, 
And then, okay, well, come on back for this show. I mean, I don't even know why they're on the UFC's radar, this lady, and some of these people that are on the show. Well, then it, you also have to ask yourself, where are the other ones? Because she already was on the Contender Series. How, how'd they have an alternate, but but still choose the Contender Series lady instead? It doesn't make now, sense, dude. If you caught the lady at the end after she lost, uh, one sentence that she said when she was crying, maybe I'm not that good. Why? Why? I mean, yes, you're not that good. Lady, you're not that good. Because she was upset she lost to the alternate, which she's not the only one. But, uh, yeah, well, I don't know, man. If you're saying shit like that, then you're not that good. That's true. It is a mental game, but also in those moments of loss, you say these things out of desperation for somebody to pick you up by saying, look, dude, you fucking, you still got it. And, and, but that's why, that's where Nina, that's why yeah. Nina bothered me so much because it's like, this is the one person that isn't going to help me feel better. Like you don't understand. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't go three rounds or immediately get choked out. Is that, was that the goal? <laughs> like what the fuck? You know, I think honestly, after watching this fight, I think female fights should only go two rounds. And if it's worthy of those two rounds that like they're even, then we go three. Get to a third. Yeah. All always. Right. All right. Make it fair. Make it fair. Make it fair for us to have to sit through the shit. Because dude, I make the jokes, but I'm not the only one that feels this way. We heard it no. already. Fifteen minute shit from whatever his name is on Twitter, <laughs> right? So yeah. I'm not wrong. No. It is fucking irritatingly boring like you could even make exceptions for ground game in 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 any male fight that's more entertaining than any ground game i've seen from any female fight in the history of female combat sports you can stamp that put it on a t-shirt it's go. weird right it doesn't make any sense it's like there's just a lack of tenacity so that's why i'll give you know i gotta give the props to the alternate that woman came in and she yeah. she came in game dude. she was ready she come in yeah. ready to go and she she even didn't get any sort of training or tape mm -hmm. or whatever on her opponent she went in completely blind awesome i think it's also as a uh, pain as coach and, and you know pap Rocca, as soon as she found out there's an alternate fighting she stepped up she's like whoa i'll take on the alternate yeah, i don't i don't it. think yeah, she thought i think she cheap. thought like this is going to be some piece of shit coming in yeah. maybe she watched she watched last season and saw michael gilmore come in and <laughs> that wouldn't worth a shit and she's right. like up. Oh, this is my opportunity. I might win a fight. Yeah, I'll take well, on alternates, waving her hand and shit. Yeah. And then... Well, when you really think about it, it almost boils down to, like, why even report on this type of shit other than just our own entertainment talking about <laughs> it back and forth because we're going to see all the same fighters in the finale. Yeah, yeah. Fucking miscarriage chicks coming back in great shape. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we might even see Gilmore pop in again. Who knows? Oh, Maybe God. a Chase Sherman appearance <laughs> versus Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. the, world is the, the world is the UFC's oyster. So... So yeah, the next week I'm I am, I mean I surely it shouldn't happen, but I am hoping so bad that Bobby Maximos, who was on season two, who was on season two, is gonna uh, gonna win this fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, there's a, there's a couple interesting twenty eight seasons away. <laughs> Absolutely, there, there's a there's like maybe three characters total that would be really funny to see win the show. <laughs> You know, it's like a Parker Porter. It's like, let's just get him in there. I want to see something ridiculous that doesn't even Jake Collier. Let's just see some random fella <laughs> fighting. Don't get monsters. the logic. He's five yeah. and five and four. He's he's forty three years old and he hasn't fought since two thousand nine. I wonder I mean, how did he get on this show? And what about all the guys on what about all the alternates for him? Yeah. <laughs> 
You got a 22-year-old that looks like Tom Aspinall. Yeah, like, no, yeah, we yeah. need Bobby whatever the fuck. Fake name.com. All right, let's oh, go to this fuck. fucking old Francis card. Francis Ngannou's a fucking alternate. <laughs> <laughs> Francis, no, it's just his brother. It's yeah. sort of, it's like Usman, you know. There's another giant right. man that hits so, home. All right, yes. Uh, I, I want to jump right in on this this uh, last card. Because right. it was very boring, but we got a great meme out of it. And it was Chase Hooper. And the one thing I got to talk about with Chase Hooper quickly is his maturity, dude. The kid is so fucking young, but even the way he speaks on the mic, the way he presents himself in a fight is is very mature to a degree. There are – like, for instance, in this Ultimate Fighter fight between these two girls, once the girl who stuttered started to be impatient and fighting sort of scared – she started to do stupid shit. It's like watching a dude throw punches from way too far outside. You know that doesn't make any sense, but you're doing it out of a panic. And Chase Super does that sometimes to get that to get that clinch. It's a panic of, I don't mind getting hit, but I want to get a hold of him as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And he does that, and he does it with his head in the sky. But I tell you what, man, every time I've seen this this young dude get smashed in the face, he just takes it. And he does it with ease. And I like that because he comes out on top in the end. You're like, this is, this is fucking early 2005, 2006 type of UFC shit where it's like, this guy might not ever be champion, but he is so fucking fun to watch because you're like, he might die. But he's also super successful a lot. You know what I mean? It's very strange. Mm-hmm. But I like him, dude. I, yeah. I think I saw a real growth in him, not even just in his – in the way he approaches the fights, but the way he is as a man, like he got married and all this shit um, outside of the octagon and him continuing to do this has to be a difficult thing being his age. Like it's a real passion then. And you can see it when he, he finds himself backstepping and there are, you know, uh, possible bad things happening against him in a fight. He rallies and that's a, that's a maturity. So, yeah, man, I was going to point out and I'm sure you agree with this, that, even his striking looked like it was much improved right. from before. Yeah. And the same, golly, I hate to admit it, I was wrong. Uh, these first two, I did pretty good on his car. I was 7-4. and four. These first two good. fights, I was wrong. But Sam Hughes, where have you been, lady? Where have you been? Because Sam Hughes, she looked extraordinary against uh, Elise Reed. I mean, it just it didn't even look like the same fighter we're used to seeing. This lady's improved so much. They said uh, she was with a different team now. They, uh, um, yeah, it was total domination, man. Mm-hmm. Reed didn't have anything for, her, and she looked like she was tired after the first round. Yeah, you could see it on Sam's face that she was just uber confident. There was no, there was no lack of, you know, desire to finish a fight here, <laughs> and she fucking did it. And I, I don't know what happened. You mentioned something about her in the last time we talked about her, where her one of her previous fight she didn't perform very well and then it all turned around i think she's on a two fight win streak now good shit though yeah. good shit to open the card i won't deny that yeah and uh all right jonathan uh, martinez beat vince rallis was uh 30 27s across the board uh yeah man he started off with some big leg kicks in the first round and then just kind of just pieced them up the rest of the fight well wasn't a whole lot there really uh yeah that Yari's medic, we, I think we both called this. I mean, this was kind of a a, a stand up battle. I mean, it didn't last long, two rounds, but lots of punches, lots of kicks, and uh, yeah, man, uh, 
punches and punches. Morales had a lot of, he had some power strikes, but Yaris was, I don't know if he had as much power strikes, but he had more strikes. He was just all kinds of combos and until he put them away. I think these guys were a, a difficult matchup for each other, though, in the early. Like they had, it took some time to figure each other out, and I, I still like them both in the division. They're both very tough dudes, got good chins, heavy ass hands. It's just a matter of like who's going to keep getting better, you know? Who's going to fight better competition? So uh, Vince that, Morales. Oh, yeah, let us said, Morales. Uh, the Jilton Almeida fight versus Parker Porter. And uh, dude, I told my wife I was like, "Hey, you pay attention to this, because this guy could get killed. This this is a fight that shouldn't be made." <laughs> We you might, might be witnessing death a death right here. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Uh, yeah. Jilton, uh, no problem on her feet, took him down, submitted him. E- I mean, easy. No problems but, whatsoever. But it doesn't matter, man, because the fucking guy's going to 205. I know. Man, stay it, at heavyweight, man. That's what I mean. Like, what is the difference at this point? Like, Randy Couture was the champion at that div- in that division for a long time, and he was just in the best shape, the strongest heavyweight. Like, you could be 265, my friend. I'm still going to put you on your ass. Right, I think this guy has that skill too, but ah, whatever. Parker was going to lose anyways. Uh, I'll tell you this: a little annoyed with uh, the amount of curly mustaches I had to see. I was de- I was definitely going to make a fucking joke about that if Joseph Holmes didn't end up winning, uh, but he did. Uh, ugly Joe. I mean, like you're just asking for people to be like, "You're not ugly, dude." Fucking come on, that's like stupid, Brian. You know what I mean? You're like, "Hey, Brian, you're not that stupid. Don't do that to yourself." Like you're reaching for compliments every day of your fucking life because your Twitter handle, but yeah, he ended up winning. Good for him. Yeah, man. Uh, throw some big knees. And uh, he's a big dude. For the, I don't know if that's specific to the division, but he was huge in comparison to this he's guy. Six four. Uh, Allen's uh, only five ten. It'll make a difference if you can use it. Yeah. So what uh, do you think about this Eric Anders uh, haircut? No, the fight. What do you think about his fight? <laughs> <Cuts>. <laughs> Uh, dude, I, I, you know what I would, you know, I was gonna mention. I can't even remember which fighter it was. Was it uh, Martinez? Maybe they had the they had the tattoo that said uh, "fuck," but then it said "love" at the same time on, on a lot of the like the interviews and shit. And okay, then when yeah, they showed the actual about. fight, it was kind of covered up a little bit. You could still see it, but but uh, wow, yeah, Eric Anders, man, I I, I had picked against him anyway. It was a split decision. Uh, yeah, Eric kept trying to get a takedown. Uh, he couldn't get the takedown. He, he, he doesn't know how to get inside anymore. <laughs> he does the same thing every time. It's so herky jerky that it's predictable. You see it coming a mile away. You're like, he's nobody moves like that to punch. He's gonna try to grab me. He's so and damn inconsistent. Work. Yeah, he's uh, he's probably done, dude. But he's still a guy that's very athletic. He could be a champion in Bellator. I believe it. He just go start sleeping, dudes, because they're like, he's your next football player. <laughs> he must be scary. All right, uh, Pollyanna Viana versus Tabitha Ricci. Boring as all fuck. Yeah, it was. Like, what a waste of time. What a waste of time. Like, this bitch, Pollyanna, is like, hey, thank God I got all that fucking heat on social media because I don't do shit as a fighter. <laughs> like, she just stood there. She's like, look at the bottom of my feet. Aren't they disgusting? <laughs> what the fuck? Disappointing as shit. But uh, thank God we got to wipe that shit out of our mouth. And get some fucking delicious flavor from Chidi uh, versus Dusko. And I was not expecting this, my guy. I had to watch that replay every time they showed it. I was like, how'd he get him? And he didn't even follow it up. Go ahead and let the fans know. Yeah, it was a nasty. I just wrote down nasty, nasty elbow. But uh, 
Yeah, man. I, you know, they didn't really go back on this, but I, I think the knees before that elbow, he hit him with like a big knee to the body. And I think that really kind of fucked him up right before that elbow hit him. I think that's what allowed him to get that elbow. But right. yeah, man, this this cheetah guy, dude, we, need, we knew he was uh, fucking nasty, and he is. I mean, he knocked out Marc-Andre Barriott in 16 seconds in the fight before this. I mean, yeah. th- this guy's a, a fucking, he's his problem. He's a badass. Well, doesn't that also say something about that body type? Because some of the greatest fighters have been shaped like Cheaty. And you have to all, you, the reason I say that is because you have to wonder, how do they generate that type of power? Especially from things that aren't their, their main weapons, you know, their hands or their feet, you know, their legs specifically. When they can put you away with a knee, a close elbow, you're like, where, where, does it re- where does it come from for real now? Now I really want to know because that's crazy. That type of power with that frame, it's insane. That's technique, my guy. That's why we see guys that, are, that, that just have better technique. It doesn't matter how big they are. They hit you perfectly. You're going down. Anderson Silva, Israel Adesanya, Bruce Lee. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's not super lanky, but he wasn't fucking bulky. He didn't look like Sean Shirk. Now, I will tell you, this next fight is very disappointing to me in one way. This should have been the main event. That's what's disappointing. This deserved to be a... This would have been a great five-round fight. <laughs> These guys were, like, just getting started. They were just getting started. Maybe maybe not Michelle, uh, but Santiago was definitely... He was just getting started. I picked uh, Michelle, and, man, he was starting to fade at the very end of this fight. And I think I Santiago... This would have won five rounds. I think Santiago would have had him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how the fuck Santiago was still standing after the first round because he got laid in some some power strikes, man. Well, that just goes back to what I had. You know, the reason I essentially went with him is just being a veteran. That ability to take those heavy shots and still kind of be there. Uh, I just rewatched Fedor versus Mirko Krokop, and Jesus, do those guys take some shots and still stay? You know, and and, and that's just being in the game and understanding that that's part of it. Whereas I feel like there's some new fighters that just don't want to experience it. So once they get hit, they start backpedaling instead of going forward and trying to be aggressive and acknowledging that, hey, man, you got me. My turn. Instead, they'd rather be like, you didn't get me, shake their head for the camera, and then eventually end up losing the fight anyways. It's bullshit. But I think the performance from uh, both of these guys doesn't really help us. in which direction they should go. They're both very talented, very good, but I don't know if they're going to be able to perform in a, a main event. You know, either one of them, they're both pretty gassed, and I don't know who... Mm-hmm. What, I mean, what do you think? What do you think Fajara does next? Because there's a lot of talk about this man now. They, they won't stop mentioning it. Uh, I'm not sure, really. But, uh, yeah, man, you said it. He, I don't think he'd have been able to go five rounds. I mean, he was... Pretty much cast out at the end of the third. Hell, even at the start of the third, he did not look the same as he was in the first two rounds. Well, he would be better if he was. He would pick his shots more. You know what I'm saying? Where he 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 can throw some really strange combinations. He can move really odd and get out of places. That's a, that's like Adesanya, you know, uh, Anderson Silva style. The only thing is, is Fajera's a little. He's a little muscular, right? little heavier for that type of movement. So he has to be more precise with it and pick the shots better. And if he would do that, there's a better chance of him finishing guys and, and not going these. Cause this, 
you know, when you go these three rounds in any fight, male, female, whatever, doesn't matter. You go these long fights, no matter who wins, that takes longevity off your own career. <laughs> you know, that's time spent, dude. I forget who they said has the longest time spent in the octagon. But there's definitely that stat out there where it's like that dude spent nine and a half hours in the octagon in his career. You're like, that's too fucking long. Now, Masvidal has been calling him out. but Okay. Why? Because they have the same hair? Uh, it, it's this big dispute about um, uh, Michelle's wife oh. supposedly yeah, went she, DM yeah. Masvidal or something. Who, who fucking knows? Well, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were concerned with why he quit against Colby Covington. I'd want to <laughs> message him as well. And if you're a female, you have a better chance of him at least being like, oh, this lady cares about me. You know, I love my mom. Cherish all women. I don't know. Fuck that guy. George used to be one of my favorites. That guy doesn't even deserve to fight Fahara. Give Fahara a title shot. Fuck it. It's a 180. <laughs> was this 170? Let's do it. Let's yeah, dance. Walter, wait. Have him fight Bilal Muhammad. Was it, doesn't he have some at 185, though? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe. Either way. I mean, I think it could go up and down because he's huge for 170. Though. Yeah. He is. Who's he going to fight? Leon Roberts? Or Leon Edwards? Who's Leon, Leon Roberts, the referee? Yeah, the referee. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, That'd be better matchup. than this main event that we saw. Yeah. That's got a lot of controversy. Oh, man. Who should have won? Blah, blah, blah. Just don't leave oh, it to the God. fucking judges. Okay. Here's the next thing we should do. We should get. This is why we need a producer because we could just be like, hey, Steve, next episode, tell me the stats of how many, how many fights. And in controversy, and and percentage wise, is it male or female? <laughs> How many of them are the are the judges even like? I don't know. What did you see? I fucking I don't know. We were watching the same thing. I saw almost nothing. Yeah, me too. Uh, Thirty twenty seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it has to be more more female fights. It just has to be. Because too many times they're going to decision, and you're like, I don't know who did more of anything. I didn't. Man. I really didn't. But yeah, give him one hundred twenty thousand for the fight. Just for showing up. Oh, here, here's a bonus too, Caitlin Chukagian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? It's like they're they're trying to be woke too. They're like, hey guys, we have female fighters. Check it out. But then it's like the WWE and AEW is still like, yeah, we have females too, and they just show their tits. <laughs> That's sort of the whole thing still. No. Here we have these women, and it's like, yeah, be pretty, but also be willing to break your own nose. You know what I mean? I swear to God, do the most damage we've seen in, in recent female combat sports has been head collisions <laughs> not a good sign also no. joe daddy stevenson didn't look well did he that guy looked fucked oh up. i forgot about the name drop in there i was expecting then, to see hardy man to like uh, dan hardy's gym oh shit here we go that's cool yeah. i've seen this guy in a while nah yeah. he's too fucking busy he's not wasting his time oh you know what also didn't <laughs> Uh, the one girl was. Tra- are you talking about Dan Henderson? Dan Henderson was it his gym? Yes, yeah, was it he, was. It was. was. He, You're right. Tell me if I'm wrong, but was See? he not walking in the back with like one arm, like in the same position? I don't know. I didn't walked, dude, I didn't it was for so. it was for so long that I noticed. I'm like, he didn't move that arm at all, and it, oh, and he was just standing, but the one arm was down. The other one was kind of protruding a little, like stuck in an upward position, like his shoulders fucked uh. up. I'm like, yeah, Dan's not doing well. That's the guy that's not getting on the mat with you anymore. He's like, yeah, I did all that. I'm good. I'll just sort of sketch uh, it out for you. He's you got his arm in the, the same position where he knocked out Bisping. He just holds <laughs> it there forever. That's how proud he is of yeah, it. Yeah, because when he came down in the air and landed, it just got pushed his shoulder out. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Dan Hardy because I, I do just want to throw him in there for a second just because 
don't you feel like he's one of the few fighters that you're mad he's not around? Because I didn't feel like I saw a finality to that man's career. I didn't ever see him trailing off and losing back-to-back fights. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? He was always so fun to watch, man. Such a character. Yeah. From the first moment I saw him, and then you like his mohawk, all that shit, mm-hmm. and then you see the way he fights, you're like, holy fuck, that's what it's supposed to be, man. The guys who used to rock the mohawks before used to be the toughest guys. Now we're trying to convince everyone that a mullet is cool. <laughs> yeah, and or a curly and a, uh, goddamn mustache. Good- <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if one of these curly mustache fuckers end up getting a, a a main event or a title shot, and they get to do a crazy entrance like Izzy Adesanya, they're gonna just ride out on a bicycle with one of those big wheels and the tiny wheel. They're like, look, <laughs> I am vintage. <laughs> Fuck yourself, dummy. <laughs> Ugly Joe. All right, buddy, this is a fun episode. Right, well, uh, no hold fights on. this let's, week. Let's That's not talk be about Junior DeSantos. You brought him up off air barely. So, yeah. uh, do you know what happened with his fight? Well, what I do know is he, he was injured. He, he dislocated his shoulder yes. in the middle of the fight. And then I think like when it was over, they had to kill him. Like, you know, a horse <laughs> that breaks its leg, there's no more use for him. Oh, man. So <laughs> Khabib know? wasted all that fucking time talking about when Fedor wins. I mean, when, when, when DeSantos <laughs> wins. See, this, this right here will prove I don't edit any fucking thing. I'll leave all this shit in. When DeSantos wins this fight, he's going to go st- talk to his buddy, Scott Coker, set up DeSantos versus Fedor. He talked all that shit, and none of it comes to fruition because Santos has an injury. Yeah, and it also makes you question Khabib's actual actual knowledge of fight fans or fighters that people want to see or matchups that they care about. Yeah. To think that we give a fuck about Fedor <laughs> yeah. versus Dos Santos. Yeah. At the height of either one of their careers, we were never thinking what it would be like <laughs> if Junior Dos Santos took on the great last emperor. No, that never crossed our mind. No. We thought Brock Lesnar. Fine. I'd even go Daniel Cormier just to see him get fucking buried. I never thought JDS because I already know how it ends. He backs up against the cage, doesn't know how to circle away, and Fedor <laughs> lights him up, dude. That's it. Because that's his reputation and now he doesn't have a right hand to throw back <laughs> i'm also disgusted that this this card that we just had to watch and suffer through leads us into a week with nothing to wash that taste out of our mouth you know like the clean the palate like i said i think i'm, I'm about to start becoming an AEW fan we're gonna have to check out that schedule soon. There you go. but guys love you thanks for listening tell your friends we're fun don't leave it to the judges Holly Holmes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>